every organization, there are four areas that, and I'm borrowing this from my experience in over 20 years of coaching a particular sport, uh, but this applies to so many other areas that you can look at business, ministry, the not-for-profit sector, um, any organization that you're leading, there's really kind of four pillars. And like I said, in my experience as a coach, athletically is in the soccer realm, uh, but we talk about technical, tactical, psychosocial, and physical being the big four. So technical, that's your skill set, right? That's your ability to perform a task. If it's in athletics, can you juggle, kick a ball, shoot a ball, pass a ball? In business, it might be your technical ability. Uh, if you're talking about marketing and then you drill down even more into digital marketing and you drill down more into, you know, the difference between lead gen and, and um, demand gen. And, you know, you start to go down to that technical ability and a skill set. Um, in ministry, maybe your skills revolve more closely to administrative versus uh, creative and so that you're working in the office on some t technical tasks that need to be done uh, in reporting and paperwork and filing and that and then you've got a creative who's working in the video uh, video area or audio area creating uh, all kinds of neat content to share with your church so you get the point right that technical skill there's something that you're really good at doing um, and then you move on to the tactical and that's the strategy piece so Tactically, what are your X's and O's? We talk about that in sport. Um, what is your business plan, if you will, right? What are your short-term, long-term goals if you're a goal person and you like to use goals? Um, but that technical part leads into the tactical part. And then we dive down the line a little further and we get into psychosocial and physical. Psychosocial is basically two elements. Uh, psycho meaning mental, social meaning outside or verbal, if you will that how do you take that inner thing where you're processing information and make it a social interaction piece that is helping you make progress? So how are you managing those emotions as they appear as a connection to someone else that you're doing life with? Psycho, social, right? If you don't say a word to anybody, uh, you're just stuck in that, that psych psychological piece where you're just processing the information. Um, if all you do is talk, but you're not thinking about how it's going to impact anybody, you're super social, uh, but you're failing to see that connection in terms of processing the information from a psychological perspective. The last would be physical, and that's pretty self-explanatory, but it's how you're taking care of your body and is your body ready? So the big three I always talk about are nutrition, hydration, and sleep. Um, sleep being that force multiplier for the things that you're putting into your body, uh, but that's a, a bigger conversation for another day. So when you look at the, those four pillars, technical, tactical, psychosocial, and physical, my question is for you as a leader, how do you process whether you're making progress with those elements? How do you go through it? And here's what I would suggest to you, is having an advisor to you as a leader, someone that you can have around that is not in the weeds every single day. They don't do the day-to-day -day job that you do, but they're able to come in and do three things. Write these down observe, reflect, and review. You need to be able to come into your environment having developed the technical skill set of your team, putting together the tactical strategy while keeping in mind the needs of the psychosocial and physical uh, development of your players, of your employees, of your volunteers, and then go do your quote unquote, if you're not in athletics, we'll use this analogy, but game day. What is game day for you? Is it church on Sunday? 
Is it um, a big sales meeting? Is it a big pitch to a client? Um, is it an actual game on a game day? Is it an athletic team? But have somebody there as an advisor to you that can sit as a quiet bystander and observe. Because here are the things, when I say observe, have somebody that's really good at being able to take notes based on what they're reading. So let me give you an example. As a coach, it doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. My background can be soccer and what I do technically and tactically, but I can go to a basketball game or a volleyball game or a baseball game. And if I just pay attention to the psychosocial and physical elements, I can tell you why the skills, the technical skills aren't clicking that day. And if I know what your tactical strategy is and you tell me ahead of time, hey, bro, this is what we're trying to accomplish. I have an idea of, of who you are and what you're trying to do. Now I'm just wondering how are the psychosocial and physical pieces impacting that? So I sit there and literally will observe, drill down into a more specific example. I can go to a basketball game with my notes and say at minute 432 of the first quarter, uh, I heard the coach say this to a player. I watched the player's body language and their response and really drill down into what I'm picking up on and then share that later. So the first step is to observe. Second step is to reflect on it. So I take some time with my own notes after to do that. And the third step is to meet with that leader and review it. So those are your three steps. Observe it, reflect on it, review it. But you need someone from the outside observing it. And it can't even be one of your assistant coaches on the bench because when you're wrapped up in the emotion of a game, it can't be um, your executive assistant of whatever, whatever. If you're an employee of the organization, uh, if you're a regular volunteer that leads other people, like it can't be that person, not because you don't want it to be, not because they're not smart enough, not because they might not have the skill, but I'm telling you right now, it's, it's you know, no different than if I said, okay, you're going to drive a car down a street and I'm going to fly in a plane above that street. You can see certain things from your car, but you can't see what I see from the plane. And that's a benefit to you because later on, if you tell me, well, here's why I did what I did. But I look down on that technical and tactical skill and strategy of how you mapped out the road you were going to take. And I can start to ask you questions based on the psychosocial physical elements of it. And we can start to talk about other things that could have been at play there, other opportunities that might have existed. And I'll ask you questions, open ended questions. There's another key. Great questions aren't closed ended questions where they can be answered with a yes or a no nothing wrong with them, but I think they're better when they start to become, hey, can you tell me more about how at four minutes and 32 seconds left in the first quarter when that player came off, I heard you say this and this is what I saw from the player. Can you provide more context in that moment of what you saw on the court, why you pulled them out, what you said, how they received it, what you were hoping to come from it. Tell me more about the reasoning behind it. And then I listen. And then they say, well, I observed, right? Now we're reflecting. And then they say, well, bro, what did you see? And now I'm reviewing with them how it came across. And just that tiny little dip of the shoulder or the eyes not locked into the head coach or the indifference of kind of a hand dragging across instead of a high five and energy in that moment, that tells me that we need to go back. Those are all physical things. We need to go back to the psychosocial piece, the mental piece, the verbal piece, the, the what's going on in the mind of that player at that moment and being able to communicate back and forth between the coach so that the physical thing starts to change. Because we all know that physical body language impacts other people just as much as spoken word verbal uh, language does. So those are the tiny little details that, you know, my advice to you today, if I, if I had anything to just encourage you with, 
is to begin to ask yourself, who can I have around as an advisor to me as a leader that will help me leverage the technical skills I'm developing in my people and the tactical strategy that we're trying to apply? Because so often, here's the thing, tell me if this doesn't sound familiar. People are dragging in, they don't feel great. Um, they're like just overtired, right? Um, maybe their diet isn't great. Um, they drink, don't drink enough water. Their sleep patterns way whacked off, uh, out of shape and, and, and not getting, you know, the quality sleep that they should be getting every night. That's just in the physical category. You know, their implementation of what they're trying to do, their execution, their movement, their decision-making, how they feel valued as a, as a person, as a player, as an employee, the actions they're taking, the fruit they have to show for it. And one day the legacy that'll come for it, all that physical stuff is stuck. So maybe there needs to be a backup moment where we can sit down and have a conversation about the ideas they're having. Are they anticipating what they need to? How are they using their critical thinking skills and their minds processing that information? How do they feel seen? Are they self-aware? Are they able to sow the seed that is born from their identity so that they can get over to that fruit and that legacy, right? And then one more thing that, that really connects the two is that conversation between you and your team of being able to say, hey, listen, let's have that chat. Let's communicate. Let's be intentional about how we're solving problems. I want to make sure you feel heard as a teammate, uh, as an employee. I want to be super intentional about how we say what we say so that we can grow roots from the seeds that we just talked about throughout this, this course of our destiny, this trip that we're on, so that we can go from that seed to that root to that fruit. And listen, I know that's a lot at once, but if you really listen and slow it down, here's the beauty of it. Go back to the beginning of this when I said there's four pillars. Technical, write these down. Technical, tactical, psychosocial, that's one, and physical, there's your four. Go through it, it's your skill set, it's your strategy, and then it's your mental, your verbal, and your physical. You're listening to a podcast called The MVP Life, and there it is. Mental, verbal, physical. Think, say, do. Taking the things that we want to see achieved and leveraging all of the stuff internally, mentally, through the conversations we have verbally to the external things we do physically. Going from ideation to conversation to implementation so that we can one day see that seed take root and produce fruit so that we can embrace our identity, chase our destiny, leave our legacy. I will tell you right now, you will find nothing, in my opinion, more powerful than having an advisor to you as a leader. I do that for a living. It may not be me for you. It may be, but it may not be. But you need to find somebody, in my opinion, that will help you do these things to observe, reflect, and review so that your technical and tactical stuff that you're in the weeds on has traction. Because here's the easy way to remember it. Your technical and your tactical, the skill set and your strategy is on the surface. The psychosocial, physical stuff, that's beneath the surface. What we see on the surface hinges on the work that we do beneath the surface. It's our support system, our structure. It's, it's everything that we need so that the people that we're leading are engaged. They feel seen as a whole person, not just the work version or the player version or whatever. You're gonna find more breakthrough the further that you dig beneath the surface and sow seeds that, that will this take time? Sure, you bet, right? You don't sow a seed today and have an apple tree tomorrow. 
but so many people are trying to make this thing grow something on the surface and you can't do it. You can't just chuck seed on a lawn and walk away. You'd be lucky if a couple of them take root. And if they do, it's so surface level, it can't possibly stand the test of time. And when adversity hits, and please, man, it's the word when, not if, right? We've all been there, I've been there. When adversity hits, what happens to the technical skills? What happens to the strategy? If there's nothing beneath the surface that is strong psychosocially and physically, I think you already know the answer. So this, the reason for this particular episode on the podcast is really to encourage you on a few things in closing. Find an advisor to you as a leader that will pour into your teamwork, your leadership, and your character. Have someone that can come in and watch game day, whatever that is for you, that they can observe, reflect, and review with you. And focus on the stuff beneath the surface because that's really the thing that will support everything you're trying to accomplish on the surface. And lastly, hey, I'm here for you. If you're stuck, we can have a conversation, no strings attached to see if I might be a fit for you to be an advisor in your leadership. I might not be. I might know someone that I think would be better for you. And I'd be happy to introduce you if I do. Um, But you deserve that. And having an advisor isn't about an extra expense. Let me leave that one there for you. Um, It's an investment in your development and it's an investment in the trust that you're developing with your people. Um, It's a blessing at the end of the day, really, right? So have fun living the MVP life, mental, verbal, physical, things say do as you're walking through that path. Um, And I'll leave you with this thought. It also means this, MVP, most valuable presence. This whole thing, having an advisor to a leader, is so that you can be the most valuable presence possible in the people that you've been blessed in and given the opportunity to lead. So I'm thinking of you, um, wishing the best for you. Reach out if you need something and then go get them.